So just just a few moments to to reflect on uh, the Christmas uh, message. Uh, there's quite a number of the the Christmas traditions that uh, I actually have no idea where they where they came from. I mean, you might be better enlightened uh, than I am, but. Uh, I have no idea where the turkey thing uh, came from, why, why we do it, uh, and, and, and why that is preferred above everything else. But there, there is one part uh, of the tradition that I am absolutely sure about, and that is the whole deal about, about presents uh, and gifts. And, of course, as we learn from the the video. Uh, a lot of the kids, that's the big thing. Early in the morning, perhaps earlier than some parents would like, you know, there is this great excitement uh, coming down, opening the, the front room, and, and there are the presents uh, that are going to be unwrapped. So where, where does that come from? Well, it, it doesn't come, um, contrary to popular opinion, does not come from the wise men. Uh, of course, they did have their gifts that they, they offered uh, to, to Christ. But it comes from the fact that, that Christ himself was the gift. He was God's indescribable gift. As it says here, that God so loved the world that he gave. And, and that he gave his only begotten son. Now, now every, every baby is special. Uh, the birth of every baby is special. Uh, but there was, there was really never such a special child to be born as the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, everything has changed. The very fact that we have our calendar as it, as it holds uh, split between B.C. and A.D., we, we live in the year of our Lord. We date everything from, from that birth. Uh, and although for all of us we have our birthdays that we, we celebrate um, year after year, here for, for centuries now, on this day that we are on the eve of um, the celebration of the, of the birth of Christ, the Son of God, uh, is celebrated. Now, I, I want you to try and imagine the gift uh, that, w- that was given. Um, I want you to try and imagine um, the scene in heaven. You know, God looks down upon upon our weary world uh, with so much anxiety and fear and confusion and and wickedness. The question is, you know, what 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 gift could be given that uh, would be helpful? What what would be the best thing? That could possibly be given. Could it, could it be health uh, for the sick? Could it, could it be food for, for the hungry? But the decision is that the Son of God himself would be the greatest gift of all. That would cover so much in that one solitary gift. And it's almost as if there, there is a there is an invitation that goes up in heaven. Uh, who, who is there that will go for us? Who will we send? And, and who will go? And the Son of God says, well, well here am I. Just, just send me. I mean, God didn't, didn't send 
an angel. He didn't send one of the archangels. But he sent the one that the angels and the archangels worshipped constantly. And he stepped off his eternal throne. And he came down from heaven on that first Christmas night. And he was found as a, as a baby in the manger. And this is God's indescribable gift. The best that heaven had to give. There was no better gift than the Son of God. Now, there are, there are two key ideas in this verse that talks about the gift of God. And they stand next to each other. And they're, they're these. The first one is that God so loved the world. And the second one is that there is his only begotten son. See that word begotten, which we don't really use very much today. It carries with it a number of ideas. It carries with it the idea that his son was unique. His son was dearly loved. His son was the one in whom was all his delight and in whom he found all his pleasure. There was no one greater or more special than his son. And yet he gave his son. And the reason that he gave the son that he loved was because he loved the world. Now, we mustn't just think about that in general terms. Although it is important to understand that no one is excluded from the love of God. You know, there's nobody that's out with that remit. Whether you're young or whether you're elderly. Irrespective of what you have done or not done in your life. God, God loves you. And, and he loves you so much that he sent his dearly loved son. And, and it wasn't just the fact that he sent him to Bethlehem. It's a long, long way to go from heaven to Bethlehem. But he sent him to Calvary. He sent him to the cross. You know, as parents, it's a good job, isn't it, that we, we, don't, we don't see into the future. That, that we, you know, we can't see the things that are going to happen as far as even our own children are concerned. Things that would be too upsetting. I mean, we, we all worry anyway. But, I mean, if we saw what was down the road, it, it would be very difficult to bear at times. But, but God saw, and God knew, and the Son of God was very well aware of what lay before him. He knew the suffering, and he knew the persecution, and that he would stand in our stead for our sakes and die for our sins on the cross at Calvary. And yet he did it as the great gift. And so the love of God and the love of his son, they stand together. Even although he loved them so much, he loved us so much. You know, there's not an adjective in there. It, 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 they're struggling to put an adjective in there to describe the greatness of God's love for us. And so he says he so loved him 
that he did this. Now, this is the first half of this verse. And it's about God. The second half, if we put that up now, is mainly about us. And it's mainly about our response uh, to God's gift. It's, it's for whoever. Absolutely anyone. No one excluded. Open to all. We might say, and some people certainly do on Christmas, maybe, you know, uh, I don't believe in Jesus anymore. It was a nice story when I was a child. Um, and I know it's sentimental. And I, I, I know it's lovely for a story like that to be told to children. But, uh, and I know we shouldn't really say this to the children, you know, and spoil it for them. But when we all grow up, we know it's not real. And we know that there's not such a person as Jesus. And so we don't believe in him anymore. You know, a lot of people have that kind of attitude. And yet, what we are talking about is the need for belief. Belief in the reality of the Lord Jesus. And belief in him as the Son of God that can be our Savior. If we believe, we will not perish, but we will have everlasting life. You know, God didn't send his Son into the world to condemn the world. He sent him into the world to save it. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe is condemned already because he hasn't believed in the name of the only Son of God. It's for whoever. You know, you can, you can put your own name in there. Your, your own name in that verse instead of whoever. If I believe in him, I won't perish, but I'll have everlasting life. Now, these words were originally spoken to Nicodemus, you know, the religious leader of the nation. And he had great difficulty understanding what Jesus was speaking about. He came to him late at night, maybe even later than we are tonight, because he was frightened to be seen having an interview. And he went away not all that sure about things, but bit by bit as he thought about it, even although he was under enormous pressure from his contemporaries, he eventually did believe. And he stood up straight and tall and strong and publicly, def- um, publicly defended and believed in Christ. So tomorrow, as we open our our gifts as we're excitedly looking forward to that. Think about the reason we do that. Why we have that tradition. And why all of this points to the greatest gift of all. The Son of God who loved me and who gave himself for me. So, these are words that are Incredibly important and trust that you'll be able to reflect on them. Just to say that we are holding 
uh, a series of three exploratory discussion classes um, uh, in, in the new year. I had that form. Here it is. Uh, on Tuesday, the 17th of January, the 24th of January, and the 31st of January, it's called Hope Explored, and it's an opportunity to discuss the gospel and the life of Christ. There are some of these leaflets down the stair on the foyer if you would like to have them.